yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Weddings Uncensored, where we drink and talk and talk and drink. I'm Ali. <laughs> and I'm Kyle. Welcome. <laughs> we are here breaking down the good, the bad, and the downright crazy of this whole industry. Cheers. Cheers. For those of you uh, listening and not watching, Kyle has one of my old headshots from when I was a child wait, star. Wait, I need to do this camera. Thank look you. Oh my goodness. Mom, for making me look like a weird, sexy, like, like I'm like eight, <laughs> but don't I have like a little bit too sexy of a face going? I know. I don't know. Anyways. Um, we well, are happy you're here with us. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Um, we are going to discuss some wedding hot takes. Hot today. takes. Um, we have okay. hot takes and opinions about everything. Always. Um, but this is actually a list from BuzzFeed because we like our BuzzFeed lists. Thanks, BuzzFeed. You should really sponsor this podcast. <laughs> I think it helps us to like explore some stuff though that maybe like you or I wouldn't mm -hmm. normally think of, which is kind of fun. Yes. Which is kind of fun. Because we have opinions. We have a lot of opinions, but we may not know everything, but when we are presented an opinion, we, know we will give the opinion. <laughs> okay. A lot of opinions. <laughs> I, I'm not 100% sure that made sense, but yes, we'll, we'll dig right we into it. We just have opinions. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so these are like all over the map as far as hot takes and things like that. But Sounds we'll good. start from the beginning. Um, I don't see any issue with guests wearing white to a wedding. I've attended dozens of weddings and have never once seen a guest outshine the bride or be mistaken for the bride, regardless of what the guest was wearing. So it's etiquette that you do not wear white to a wedding. The bride is typically the only one in white. What are your thoughts? Um, if it's like presented by the bride of like on the invite, like dress code. What? You wear whatever you want. I don't care. You can wear the white thing that you want. You Who just would ever put that on their You invite? just can't wear this color. <laughs> I'm only saying it if it happened. Yeah. This is the only time I would feel like would it's okay. appropriate. Yeah. But I agree that if you are just invited and there's nothing said about the attire, don't wear white. Don't wear white. You can literally wear Anything, anything else. <laughs> and question mark I will say I see this actually like a lot and it, they don't outshine the bride no one is mistaking them for yeah, the yeah, bride yeah. but like why it just why? feels like a bizarre way to be like getting trying to get some kind of attention to yourself because yep. it is such a well-known etiquette piece to not wear white yeah and I also have seen like in Facebook groups or something like can I wear this dress like is it too much white like maybe it's not a solid white dress but like if you have to ask you it's too much white. Yeah. It. Yeah, you <laughs> like, probably shouldn't. Can you imagine like being like, mm, this may or may not like no, just don't. Mm -hmm. Literally anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't have anything else to fucking say about that. It pisses me off that That's... anyone would even think about that. Sounds good. Let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> pisses me off. Pisses Got me, me off. all fired up at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> um number two, wedding cakes are a complete waste of money, and the tradition of smashing cake in each other's faces is not cute. Next one. <laughs> You can refer back to our uh, last 30 any. episodes for how we feel about cake. Um, wedding speeches need to be banned. I do not want to sit through 40 minutes of people saying how much they love each other, how they watch the other person grow up, or reliving all their inside jokes. Okay. I, I don't think that wedding speeches should be banned because banned. that's strong. Yeah. It's, However. I think speeches should be banned. Mm. Toasts yes. are very good. Yes. Toast to to no a minute to three minutes. Okay. Toast. Yeah. All good. 
Anything longer than that, yes. you're you're so you're given a speech. We tell our clients, yeah, it's we, a presentation. It's a, yeah. it's, a <laughs> it's a toast, not a speech. Um, yeah, I definitely don't think they should be banned, but I do think edit limit the number. Um, if there is a lot of people that want to speak, do it at the rehearsal dinner. Yes, rehearsal is um, a perfect place find, to do that. Find some kind of alternative yeah. to this whole situation yeah. because it does get really long for your guests. And majority of speeches are not good. So not only are you boring the guests, but you're, it's like, it's yes. fucking embarrassing for everyone involved. And I think to don't force people to give a speech yeah. or a toast yeah. if they're just not a good speaker yeah. in general. <laughs> yeah. Like don't, don't put them through that torture where they're, sh- they're shaking up there and the papers and then the glasses and they don't know what to do and then yeah. they need a light because they didn't bring a light. So oh now you have God. a planner with the light on top of the speech. The and amount of times I've had to stand there with a the cell phone light. It's yeah. just, yeah. it can be a, it can be too much for some people. So I would say know the guest or yeah. know who it is that you're thinking about speaking. Yeah. Do you actually want them to say something in front <laughs> of all these people? Do they want to say something? Do they want to say yeah. something? Because yeah. if they don't, don't don't ask them. Don't do it. And our other tip when we design a timeline is I never like to do more than three toasts in a row. Yes. So if you do want to have a lot of toasts and you, you know, whatever, it is what it is, we're okay That's with this. That's what you want. It's what you want. Yep. Break it up. So do, you know, three before dinner and three at the end of mm-hmm. dinner. Or mm-hmm. in between courses, you can do a couple more or something like that. Yeah. Um, but if you make people sit through five speeches in a row, it's just, it's wild. Yeah. And last but not least, do not, this is not open mic night. This is not oh, a, yeah, no. Aunt Sally uh-uh. decided she has a few words sit to say. Sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Go fuck yourself, Aunt you Sally. Can, Aunt Sally, you can go talk to her right after the speeches are done. Right yes. after, yep. After the toast are done. Send them a nice. Go for it video message yeah. later <laughs> yeah seriously something else yeah no go but write them a letter the the off the cuff speech go right in the never guest book good. yeah go right in the guest book you can write all you want write a letter. pages never get filled completely anyway no. so <laughs> yeah no and like yeah that that is usually like huge if there's an off the cuff person i'll just be like oh i'm so sorry you know like blame the planner it's okay. Yep. You, you can tell I'm Grandma okay at no. being the bad guy. I'm okay with being I, the yeah. bad guy, especially when it comes to speeches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, number four, flowers are overrated. I shouldn't really speak on that one. Kyle hates flowers. You said it for me. You what don't are hate you, flowers. What are, I mean, but you don't understand them. I, I understand them in smaller doses. I think this is, your your thoughts are what BuzzFeed's thoughts is. Yes. Sure, centerpieces are pretty, but what's the point? They will likely end up in the trash at the end of the night. Having good food and great company is all I think I'll remember, not lilies in a clear crystal vase. Yeah. Um, I think I'm okay with flowers. I I don't know. I think there's probably some kind of like monetary value that I'm like, I could understand and I can validate validate X amount of dollars. But like as soon as it goes above it, my brain says if you're paying more than... Uh, for like a for florals than you are your photographer. Mm-hmm. Are you saying your flowers are more important than your photographer? Well, that's kind of that's a, how I see it. Yeah, but I mean, photographers cost a lot more than what our month of coordination is. Do you think you're more important? No, I think we're equally as, por- as important. And a good DJ is probably a lot less than equally that, as and is equally as important. So I don't know that monetary value. And, I would. I mean, if I were, a but DJ, I know what you mean. I would. I would like to. I paid. $4,000 for my DJ seven years ago. You did? I sure did. 
That's because it was that important to me. Wow. Okay. Well, okay. So, yes, I think yeah, you're... that's right. I'm like, Jesus, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot more I, than... I didn't pay for it. My father Somebody paid, paid for it. it but, <laughs> but still, that's a, a high number. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so, that there's some probably truth to what you're saying as far as, obviously, if you value that vendor, you should pay for them. I think it's um, the amount of, like, experience and work... Yeah. That is required for each wedding too. Because I think a DJ has uh can have more or the same as experience as a photographer. Yeah. But their workload is much smaller. Yes. So I that's how I can understand of like, okay, the the value is going yeah. to be less. But for florals, I'm like, what experience does flowers bring? Mm. Well, a florist would have a lot to say about that, which we will have a florist on soon to chat about it. But (laughs) (laughs) um, florals are a lot of hard cost, so there's the actual physical flowers Mm -hmm. cost a lot. So it's a little bit different than just like a service based vendor. I don't think florals are overrated, but I do think people spend a lot of money and it is a real bummer to literally throw them all in the trash at the end of the night, which is what we do. I know. Yeah. I can't that that's that's where the issue is. Ten, thousand dollars worth of florals oh. in the garbage. Taylor, come on now. I can't. I can't. Pop the champagne assistant Taylor is behind the scenes today, <laughs> yes. so she can give her two cents on things. Oh yeah. What do I, you think? What do you think, Taylor? I think that it also depends on like the venue space that you pick. If yeah. you pick something that is accurate speaks for itself, then like you don't really have to add a lot to it. Ebell's great at that. that. costs a lot on like what you're spending on florals so you can go somewhere else. Yep. Yeah. Then again, like you just gotta pick where you're gonna put all your money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's like anything else. Whatever you prioritize and whatever you value is important. And some people, like, having, like, really dreamy flowers is super important, and they're going to make that a big piece of their budget. Mm. And some people just have big, fat budgets, and it just makes sense. Yeah. And if you – yeah, I agree with Taylor. If you are in a very grand venue, like, you kind of – like, you have nothing on the tables. Like, it's going to look a little crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, yes, is it something that is extremely ridiculously expensive and, you know, kind mm-hmm. of a pain? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I like the, the value versus the cost yeah. conversation. I was like, wait, I spent, I spent a lot of money on my DJ. So I'm like, wait, I can, I can say this confidently. That's a lot of money on a DJ. But guess, guess what? Steph and I were one of the last people to leave the reception. Yeah. That's that's was when we you honed in our party. vision, right? When we honed in our vision of like what we wanted, you I knew wanted that again. music was top three. Yep. Yep. Uh, number five, only a limited number of plus ones should be available. It's unfair if the couple has to pay for partners, especially new ones, when it's really just their friends and loved ones they want on their wedding day. I can see that. I can understand that one. Yes. Plus ones also contribute to a kind of a weird um, vibe, which I will say that's true. So like on Sunday I worked a wedding and there was like this guy like surprise brought his girlfriend that like didn't have, wasn't invited. I mean, against all etiquette there in general, right? They didn't RSVP. They just showed up. Oh, perfect. But it was like, it really did kind of like fuck up the vibe because then it was like, we had to seat her at a different table. That table felt weird. They have this random stranger's girlfriend there and then we like tried to squeeze her in like it's a bigger thing than you think so first of all don't bring a plus one that was not invited they'll they can call themselves an uber and go right back where they came you can go right back where you came from (laughs) or i have had some that will say they're welcome to come after dinner oh i like that come for dancing our open bar is fine but like 
where you're maybe not there for the ceremony. And usually it's the dinner that you're going to cause the biggest disturbance yes. for yeah, something yeah, 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 yeah. at or for. Uh-huh. But I think, I mean, we've talked about it in other episodes, but I think figuring out where you're going to draw the line on plus ones. Is it only married couples? Is it only people who have been together for X amount of time? Is it couples that just, that you know? Yeah. Um, like, oh, I know you've been dating someone. Yeah. You can invite them, but everyone else is not allowed to invite yeah. people. But I also can see like devil's advocate of like, I really want my work buddy to be there and he doesn't know anybody Anyone. else. Uh-huh. And like, they should be able to bring a date yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like kind of weird if you just invite them. So yeah. I can really see both sides yeah. on that. I can, I, I would agree though. It said what it said, a uh, limit. Yeah, like, li- yeah, ones, like a limit. Yeah, like a limit. Yeah. So I think if you go through your guest list yeah. and then know who they are. Yeah. Do they know anyone else? Will they know anyone else at the table? If not, like, are they social? Yeah. If they're not social, I'd say give them the plus one because yeah. you want them to have a good time and mm-hmm. not feel awkward and say bye. Yeah, as this soon is as toasts are done. Totally, and that just like kind of goes back to my thing of like. The wedding is also about your overall guest experience. Yeah. Like, this is your day. It's be what you want. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. But you're throwing a party for your guests. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not for you. So making sure that they have a good experience. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think if you're, obviously, if you're having a small, intimate wedding, then that makes it easy to kind of cut that. So no. Uh-huh. But I think my hot take on that is that actually you should allow plus ones. Allow them, but maybe you decide who gets a plus one. And like, then if that's you know, hard. how do you do that? It's like, but saying if you know, like, not everyone gets to bring their kids, but some people get to bring their kids. Let's just say, uh, cousin Allie is coming to the wedding, you know, she's the life of the party, and she doesn't have somebody. Does she have to bring a plus one? No. Let's not even. She doesn't have not, anybody. No, no, no. Yeah, she doesn't have a plus. One. She doesn't have a plus one, and She's she doesn't. A sad, she, doesn't lonely. she doesn't need a plus one, right? Yeah, then yeah. I'd be like, oh, she she knows how to have a great fucking time without anybody next to her. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can do with cost too. Like, well, can you afford the plus one yes. for everybody? Probably. Yeah. Probably not. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So. I think there. Yeah, there's like potential drama with like. Well, I found out that like. Brandon got a plus one, and I didn't. Get and a plus I found one. out you're not getting married. Uh, yeah, so it's and not it, your wedding. A, it is kind of like a weird, like, well, sorry, you're not like engaged, but you're you right. have this you're... long-term boyfriend. Like, it is, it's gray. There's some real gray area true, there. True. Yeah. Um, don't make the bridal party pay for their ugly dresses. If you can't afford to buy them, you can't afford bridesmaids. Duh. <laughs> um. I don't know about this one. Well. I would say more often than not, brides do not pay for their bridesmaids' dresses, um, hair and makeup. It's all kind of on them. So it is a big commitment to be in a wedding if you know you have to spend $300 on a dress and another $300 on your hair and makeup. And another $2,000 on the bachelor party. Plus all of the other events and experiences that lead up to it. Like, that is a lot. Um, I've seen some brides or, you know, families pay for at least maybe part of the hair and makeup or like, you yeah. know, do something. What about the, um, the bridal, uh, shower? Who's like, whose responsibility is to pay, plan and all that other yes. stuff? Because <clears throat> Stephanie's a matron of honor mm-hmm. for a wedding next year and she's yeah. like, I don't know what I'm supposed to pay for. What am I supposed to cover? And I'm like, why Why is it all on you? Why, yeah, why do you have to pay for it? Financially, that really sucks. <laughs> but showers are usually more on family, I would say. And then bachelor, bachelorette parties are more on the wedding party. Okay. But, is it like the whole bridal party 
pitching in on those? Yeah. Or is it just like the best man and the maid or no, matron of honor? No, no. It should be the whole wedding party. Right, cool. That sucks to financially have to be responsible for yeah. like a whole group's yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, again, this is something where it's like everything's different, right? Like if, if you are financially able to contribute more and like you have you know somebody's little sister who's also a bridesmaid that like waits tables and has no money and is in college like that sucks that you all have to go in on the same amount yeah yeah yeah. um i agree that if you're forcing people to wear a certain dress and forcing people to get their hair and makeup done like not giving them an option Mm -hmm. is a little bit rough that feels very like kind of Uh old-fashioned and like not something that should be like, around are, anymore. People are in all sorts of different financial situations too. They're not going to be in the same exact situation as you're in. So yeah. just because you can afford it doesn't necessarily mean that all yeah. the other bridesmaids or groomsmen can also afford it. Yeah. So, and it's just gotten so out of control. Like bachelor parties or bachelorette parties used to be like one night out in the town that you live in and whatever. Oh, and yeah. now it's like, we're going to Greece yeah. and like, like everyone whoa. has to have this VIP experience. Why are you, make, and, yeah, why are you making a vacation? Yes. It's, all, it's a vacation yeah. now. It's why? not a party. It is a vacation that we're all forced to go into. And then it's like, it really all just feels very outdated. We were talking about uh, traveling and like, if I'm ever forced to wear a matching t-shirt <laughs> and like a hat that says like, last bling before the ring, like I will fucking vomit. That like, reminds me of the families that you see at Disney World that all have the tie-dye. Yes! Like, oh, 2023 Jackson family. It's just so not my <laughs> vibe. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. But I know that some people like it and don't mind it, but to me it's absolutely makes me want to vomit. Yeah. Don't don't invite me to your wedding. (laughs) I don't want to do it. Um, But I don't know. I'm sure there's some lovely girls out there that are much nicer than me (laughs) that wouldn't mind. They do want to celebrate you. They do want to celebrate you. Okay, that's the hot. That's the hot take. All right, they want to celebrate you, but don't don't. Keep your expectations reasonable. Yeah, there we go. Let's okay. go with that. I was gonna say something else, but I decided <laughs> to like refrain myself. I just like the I just like the term. If you can't afford to buy them dresses, you can't afford, afford bridesmaids. <laughs> I think that's that's it's not funny. mutually exclusive. You can also have your friends all just wear a black dress to the wedding, yeah. or you know, there's lots of other yeah, ways yeah, that you yeah. can go about it. I just thought it was. Good. <laughs> Uh, number seven, a wedding is not the time to showcase how unique or niche your music taste is. Play some Whitney and some ABBA or don't invite me. Um, what do you think? I mean, it's if I'm paying for the DJ. You want to play your music. I'm going to play my music. I don't yeah. care. Sorry. Yeah. You're here to have fun with me. And if you don't like the music, bye. I'm still going to have fun here. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's the same thing as like you're you're creating a guest experience. experience. I think it's okay for your first dance, play your special songs from your weird underground like metal bands. Like fine, you know, for your whatever those special moments are. You can sprinkle in some all of cocktail hour, you can play your your alternative music, you know? But when it comes to if you want if you want a dance party, you gotta play the crowd pleasers. They want the Bruno Mars. I think that's hard because the music I enjoy dancing to, most of the time everybody else likes to dance to it. I don't have Well, you don't have that alternative or niche taste. So that doesn't... So it doesn't doesn't apply to me. Yeah, but we've definitely had couples that are like very cool and like... What was that? Oh, so cool. (laughs) (laughs) And only want like a really cool music and it's all... It's just like not the vibe. Like people, if you want people to dance. Yep. Yep. So you've got to give the people what they want a little bit. 
play, uh, I, I would say rely or ask your DJ too. Yeah. Because I think the DJ will, you know, at least a consultation call, I just imagine it being like, oh, I really like this random niche music over here. Oh, okay. That's really cool. What moments do you want to play yeah, those? Yeah. I think that's how I would like lead lead the conversation yeah. versus it being like, oh, send me the playlist and I'll play it the whole night. Yeah. And I think that uh, DJs will also be strategic with like playing the crowd pleasers earlier in the dance yes. party. Like uh-huh. grandma's still there and yep. she wants to get down to earth, wind and fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first 30 minutes you like, have to get the people on yeah, the dance floor. Yeah, but like the last 45 minutes when probably it's just your drunk friends there anyway, now we can get into some like EDM. Can I just say one thing stuff. about music? Yes. If I hear September one more fucking time in the first 30 minutes of the reception. But that's exactly I'm, what we're saying. I'm that's gonna, the crowd pleaser. No, People love it. But it's it's October. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you think it only it can only be played in September? Um, no, I'm just tired of hearing it in <laughs> I know, general. I, I just wanted to say well, it's I know. October. I am, I am tired of Bruno like, Mars, Uptown Funk. I, I get, am tired of I all get, of these songs. Like every other wedding, yeah. sure. But man. Do you remember that I fucking hate hearing this song all the fucking time at every fucking wedding? But you have to remember that other people don't go to weddings twice a week like we do. In October, people do. That's true. <laughs> Feels that way. There's a lot of fucking weddings going on right now. Yeah, I I I can see both sides to this one too. Okay. But my I think my hot take is always going to be go back to like making sure your guests have a good time and an yes. experience and your all vegan menu and your yeah. all alternative music and your all whatever. It's just play, like not the crowd. Pleasers. You know what you could do is if you do have a certain music. Play it during cocktail hour if you're able to go to cocktail hour. Yeah. That way you can just get out of the way. It's not going to mess with the party. Yep. All right. Yep. All right. (laughs) Taylor says, okay. Our off-camera opinions of her hair. Um, She's like, I love September. (laughs) I like this one, and I think this is like a good one to end on because it's like also how to be a good guest, right? Okay. Remember that as a guest, it's not your day. This is kind of going against what I guess I just said, but (laughs) if you don't like the rules of the wedding set up by the couple, then don't go. If you accept the invite, then follow the rules. For example, if it's a no kids wedding, don't you're agreeing to that, right? Like we're not going to be like, ah, but this is the contract you're signing. Don't bring it, little Timmy. No, if it's a no kids wedding, go with that. If it's an outdoor wedding and you don't like the heat. Bring a fan or whatever, but like don't complain. Or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, if they're only serving barbecue, but you're a vegan, like eat before, like be respectful yeah. of, with their rules. A wedding invite is an invitation, not a summons. Yes. That's what they said. It's correct. So, That's accurate. 100%. I know. I like, I like that, that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're, you know, dietary restrictions is probably one of my biggest pet peeves that comes up all the time yeah. where, of course, you want to cater to your guests and make sure that it's good, but like people with these extreme allergies and like all this crazy shit and it's just like the caterer doesn't have anything for you like yeah. be a grown-up pack a granola bar mm-hmm. do whatever you need to do to make sure that you are prepared yeah 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. yeah i i don't know i th- i feel like if you want to show love and show support then go to the wedding yeah. And just whatever happens the, on the day yeah. is, is what's going to happen. You're there for them. Yeah. And if you really just don't think you're going to have fun, then don't go. Yeah, if for whatever reason. I'm sure that the couple has other people that they would yeah. want to also go that would enjoy it and yeah. have a good time too. Yeah. 
So. But be a good guest. Yes, 100%. Be a respectful guest. Yeah. Be a fun guest. Yep. Don't get too drunk. Yeah. Oof. I had the drunkest wedding I a couple like, weeks ago. I feel like you can. <laughs> just keep someone responsible. No, next get week. drunk. Just don't get too, too drunk. drunk. There okay. is, a, okay, okay, there okay. is okay. a limit. All right, all right. I can see that one. I had okay. a girl crying because she was cut off from the bartender. She came up to me to complain about the bartenders for cutting her off. And I was like, it is cocktail hour and you are crying. So I've there's had, clearly had, something else going on. I've had couples, like the the wedding couple, yeah. get too Way drunk. Way too drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, guys, remember. That's a whole, we could do a whole rem- episode on. You want to remember today. Yeah. Not forget about it. We could do a whole episode on alcohol gone wrong on oh, wedding days. Yeah. Maybe that should be the one where we get drunk. Oh, okay. Like we're too drunk and it can't work on the podcast, <laughs> but we post it anyway. This is what too drunk leads to. A shitty podcast and a shitty wedding. And talking about random, random wedding shit. horror stories. <laughs> okay. All right. Tune in next week for Kyle and Ellie getting all fucked up. Is it, are we doing that next one? All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, cool. all right. Thank you all. See you next Tuesday. Peace.